0: wine and cheese I'm Deb and I'm Maria and here's our podcast for the realistic SLP who is actively anti-racist okay or actively anti-racism
1: there it is there it is yes so so I'm gonna repeat that so I don't mess that up who is actively anti-racism yes Yes, I like that I like how that feels when I say it
0: yeah we should just say that for the next couple of episodes this is our podcast for the actively against racism SLP. I don't have wine and cheese today, but mm. what I do have is um, avocado and tomato salad and a glass of uh, kombucha. It's the Synergy pomegranate power. It's pretty good. I pomegranate. like it. Yeah.
1: Love pomegranate. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Vote so drink it. Definitely. It's not even
0: like one of those gross ones, the gross kombuchas. I feel like I got you hooked on kombucha. Just saying. I think you definitely planted it in my head because anytime I ever had it, I was like, ugh. And then I tried this one that like was a color and a fruit. Exactly. And it's good. Yeah. I'm having some colored fruit juices as well. I'm having
1: rosé. Nice. Yes. It's officially rosé season. We are, and it's June Mm -hmm. now. So we are in the season for it. I'm drinking this. I'm also, I have, I'm double fisting, Deb. I got mint, iced mint tea, fresh mint. Yes, from the backyard. And then the Rosé by Eric Kent. And this is a sponsored wine. So shout out to them. Thank you so much for this delicious wine. It's very light, not overly sweet. It's perfect for right now for the weather. And then my favorite, favorite thing about this wine is this wine label. Look at this, Deb. Oh, fancy. That is very nice art. Yeah, it's like a colorful rose and just a lot of beautiful colors. June 3rd, 2020. And right now it's a very crazy time to be living just in this world in general. So just to speed us up, Deb, you wanted to talk about the
0: climate right now? Right. Recently, so we have been sheltering in as a result of the coronavirus. Right, covid Um, Yes, and then in conjunction with that, um, this past week, a gentleman named George Floyd was by the police, and Maria and I recorded over Zoom, and as you can tell, the audio completely cut out when I said George Floyd's name and that he was murdered by police. I don't – I'm not going to – make up any conspiracies i'm just saying that uh, for these reasons i needed to say his name clearly so i'm getting back on mike and i'm going to tell you a little bit about george floyd on may 25th 2020 george floyd a 46 year old black man suspected of passing a counterfeit 20 dollars bill died in minneapolis minnesota after Derek Chauvin, a white police officer, knelt on Floyd's neck for almost nine minutes while Floyd was handcuffed face down on the street. This sparked a lot of political rallies and um, protests, some rioting, some looting, but mostly peaceful protests Mm -hmm. um, over the the anger and frustration about racism in this yeah country and it's 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 a big issue and it should make a lot of people uncomfortable because many people have profited off of these minority groups specifically black people and it it's enough is enough already and this is what happens when you ignore an issue for so long people um they have no choice but to protest mm-hmm. and i do feel like it is such a tragedy that um, I watched the video of George Floyd maybe yes, three times. You sent that to me. I couldn't barely even finish it. It was just right.
1: uh, heart-wrenching. You know? It was just difficult to watch. And it's just like, I don't know, just him shouting out for his mama for me. I was like, oh, my God. Like, in his last moments, he's, like, really pleading. You know? And it's yeah. like, how did, this, how did this cop not see that? Or but also that? in he the beginning...
0: To. I just felt like he already looked so distressed um, and he didn't appear to be resisting arrest. He was just like sit, seated there on the ground or, or propped up against the wall. Um, it was just a really awful video to see. And then also at the end, when people are like saying that he's not moving and the police threatened to mace the people who are trying to help him because the and the cop never got off his neck. And and none of the EMTs or the police officers thought this was a problem. They just let this man keep mm-hmm. his knee on on um, another man's neck for eight minutes. And there just, were
1: some people shouting in the video, but it wasn't enough to stop him, is what you're saying. Which uh,
0: I yeah, mean, no, the people, yeah. the bystanders were saying stuff. Yeah, they were saying. But the police and even the EMT like didn't even say get off of his neck as soon as they arrived.
1: Not I don't know about as soon as they arrived, but shortly after they arrived, I oh
0: think. no, he never right. took his knee off George floyd's neck until the e m t told, told them him to. yeah. told him to two minutes later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't like the guy came out of the yeah, right. ambulance and was like, "Hey, uh, let him go, Nothing like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and what he was doing? like completely you know? unresponsive, and it's it's just so awful, so we want gone. to be sure that um, that all of our listeners and friends and family and uh, followers and colleagues and clients and everyone um, in our world and community know that we we stand behind. Hello, and once again the audio cut out over Zoom, so I'm going to step in again and say that SLP's Wine and Cheese podcast, we stand with our Black colleagues, listeners, friends, and families against state sanctioned police violence. We stand in opposition to systematic racism and its institutions that silence change and progress. We stand in opposition to white supremacy. We will use our platform to be actively anti-racism. Our Black colleagues, listeners, friends, and family members deserve mutual respect and dignity. Black lives matter. We do not support institutions that have racism ingrained within them. Um, I hear you. Yes. And it's important to, to talk T- about. Yes. Cheers.
1: Cheers, girl. Cheers. I'm drinking rosé. I have some olives here. I have some melons. Deb, I let you take the reins with that.
0: Mm-hmm. I did want um, to
1: briefly get into yeah. the DOE stance because I'm like, I uh, always get DOE questions slid into my DM, mm-hmm. but the, D- you know, cause they're like, what's Ash's statement? And they made a statement too. And I know like, the of right. Ash's statement
0: really fell short. <laughs> Initially, lots of people were. Yes. Disappointed. Then they apologized, but they didn't reissue a new statement. I don't think yet. I they
1: did. I, don't
0: I thought know. they did.
1: I believe they did. um Anyway, they were just oh, saying, like, we'll have to find it. Yes. DOE condemns police brutality. It's a brutal loss. Oh, nearly 140 cities across the country are a reflection of this anguish and the desire for a better world. So you know, this is not just in one isolated place. This is going on everywhere. And how they're saying now, racism also causes a new harm in other ways because it's systemic, woven deeply into the fabric of our institutions, our economy, and the systems that make up our shared community. That is true in New York City. As progressive and forward-thinking as we are, including in our public school systems, I thought that took like a lot of uh, guts to kind of admit to that it's woven into the society, and we have to break that.
0: Right. It's funny that you you phrase it as guts to admit because it's just like, yeah, it's just a, a, like a lie and a secret that people have been aware of and then just like have not done anything about. It. And that's why it's important to speak up against these injustices. So, um, first of good all, point, good point. I did read some Instagram posts from, um, right. accounts that mentioned they wanted to hear, um, So, well, first, as white people, it's not appropriate to, like, go to black people and ask them, like, tell me about your struggle and teach my children or where can I find some resources to learn more? Like, it's not their job to teach us about the way we should treat them and how they have been treated unfairly. So it's really important right now, like I think Mike phrased it as it's important for white people right now to take the reins and be like. Okay, so this is what has been happening historically. This specific group has been suffering, and these are the ways in which we can help prevent it any mm-hmm. further um, so i so that's one thing so really first of all, communicating
1: like communicating there
0: communication yeah. there we go, you right we so speeches everywhere, right?
1: yes, to have these honest conversations and these open lines of communication of. What's working and what's not, and what needs to be improved. Right, and making adjustments. What's going well? Maybe, maybe there's stuff going well. You know, come on, you know. Right. What's working? Keep doing it.
0: Right. So it's important to to um, inform yourself, but then also not not feel as if people of color are supposed to be educating you. You have to educate yourself. Or Mm -hmm. and then then white people also should be a little bit should be more active in their own education and then the education of other white people. So that's what we are going to try to do in terms of social media and on this show. Um, So another thing that I saw was a bunch of people posted about how they would like to see um, some non-black people post about this issue without, about racism without beginning and ending story with a police killing black people, because that's not the only issue. Um, the, the issue historically is that we have institutional or systematic racism, which is much less overt and more subtle. Um, it's defined as the collective failure of assist, of an organization to provide an appropriate and professional service to people because of their color, culture, or ethnic origin it can be seen as seen or detected in the processes attitudes and behavior which amount to discrimination through prejudice ignorance thoughtlessness thoughtlessness and racist stereotyping which disadvantage minority ethnic groups so basically lots of people will say um that white privilege doesn't exist but it does because even if you had a difficult life as a white person, it wasn't the result of your skin color that made it that way. And that's the difference here. It's that people, with one detail about them, their skin color, is what caused um, one or multiple uh, tragic events in their life. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I so, read a lot
1: of reports like a doc. Uh black doctor was saying like the minute i take off the lab coat i'm just back to being like mm-hmm. you know
0: someone who's black so right and it's Which a struggle awful. and it's and it's only because of his skin color and that's what makes it systematic her. and yeah. her, her skin, skin color. color um mm-hmm. so for example and these are examples from wikipedia so they get graphic um mm. when a white terrorist is like credible source. It's still a good example. It makes I mean, sense.
1: I'm here eating some fruit and you're educating me and I'm really okay, enjoying Okay, so this. listen and
0: quit cutting me off. I have a client in 15 minutes.
1: Go right ahead. I'm just
0: <laughs> so, tell you I'm enjoying it. thanks. Okay, so when a white terrorist bombs a black church and kills five black children, that's an act of individual racism because it is um, targeted, right? Mm-hmm. But when in that same city, Birmingham, Alabama, 500 black babies die each year because of the lack of proper food, shelter and medical facilities and thousands more are destroyed and maimed physically, emotionally and intellectually because of the conditions of poverty and discrimination in the black community. That is a function of institutional racism.
1: Right. Right. So I definitely see the difference.
0: Yeah, there's a big difference there. And that's more subtle and people can pretend that it's not real. But when in actuality, um, it all stems back from to the Jim Crow laws. Do you know what the Jim Crow laws are? I do. I okay. learning about those in high school. Right. So Jim Crow laws, um, they were state and local laws that enforced racial segregation in the southern United States, and they were enacted in the late 19th and early 20th century, um, and they were enforced until 1965. As a body of law, Jim Crow institutionalized economic, educational, and social disadvantages for African Americans and other people of color living in the South. And then now, even though those laws have were only were they were no longer enforced after 1965, um, there are still new laws that came into act promising to be tough on crime, to fight the war on drugs, unfairly criminalize black people, specifically black males. And these people are incarcerated. They get felonies on their records and it destroys their life moving forward it's a way to legally take their rights away yes uh i was
1: listening to a ted talk which is in the show notes and it was uh the title is the u.s is addicted to incarceration that's because nearly half of a million people in the u.s are in jail right now because they couldn't pay the money to make bail yeah so we have that um which is insane
0: because they could have they could have stole a backpack Right, or, or, or not. Have,
1: right, yeah, and they're in jail for that and they're all
0: locked up, right, and, and it's data. just because, yeah,
1: and they Correct. can't make
0: bail. And they so Mike told me a story about someone who was in jail for three years for a minor crime just because they couldn't make bail.
1: That's so crazy. And then, yeah. like, even the talk was saying, like, okay, three years that's a lot, but let's say if it is just like Temporary. If someone wants to make that argument, like, all right, whatever, it's just 24 hours in jail. Let's say, right. right? If someone wants to use that argument, but in those 24 hours, you could be victimized, traumatized. You could lose your job. You could lose your family, like, you know, your child. And that 24 hours can totally just ruin your life. So it's yeah, just a terrible argument to use. So just one of the one of many ways how our justice system is unjust, and there are a lot of things that need to change. And this is just. A big one right now, right? It's, you know, one of the main points during the protests and everything going on—that how unfair the justice system is.
0: Exactly, and then also so back in the '90s, more um, okay. there were so many politicians that got um, they got elected because they had this platform of being tough on crime. So they were going to eliminate crime from the the big cities. Mayor Giuliani. Yes. And and also Bill Clinton was like, had this tough on crime um, mindset. So, but basically these were new laws that specifically targeted uh, people of color, specifically black men. And... So lots of individuals, they got harsh punishments for minor violations and anything. And once you became a felon, once you had a felony on your record, you would lose all your rights, like of owning a home or getting a job or getting a loan. It's a way to legally discriminate against people. And a lot of nonviolent drug crimes are felonies and these people had to do significant time. They could have been stuck in jail or, or they got this felony on their record. So even if they weren't in jail, they didn't have much of an opportunity to succeed in life. Otherwise. Correct. Um, yeah. Well so, said, well said. So the new Jim Crow is a, a book that I think that available on audio book too. The so we on drugs. Yeah. So it's, yeah, mass incarceration in the age of colorblindness. Wow. So we wanted to talk about police brutality as well, right? Yeah. So there's too many. So, so in conjunction, so we have there's systematic racism um, or institutional racism, which is the subtle version, which prevents people from having uh, rights based on their skin color. Um, Then there's more um, ov- like overt and clear racism, which is, um, the historic problem in the United States with police brutality. And there are far too many people to name. So we only have a few listed. Um, Maria, how about you? Walter talk Scott about Yeah. Walter April for
1: 2015 in South Carolina. Following a daytime traffic stop or a non-functioning brake light, Betty Jones. I'm just gonna quickly go through that was a settlement. Well, Glenn, hold on. So
0: wait, hold on. I wanna uh, so wanna talk about these are her? the people who were here are some specific names. So Walter Scott, like like Maria mentioned, and Betty Jones, these are two individuals in 2015 who were fatally shot by police, um, although they were unarmed. Uh, like Maria mentioned, Betty Jones. Did end in a settlement, but you'll see moving down, there are many police officers who did not, um, who were not found guilty and were not charged for mm. these murders. Um, on yes. July 6, 2016, Philando Castile, a 32 year old African American man, was stopped while driving and fatally shot by a police officer in Minnesota. The police officer was found not guilty eventually. His girlfriend claims that police had opened fire on Castile when he reached for his driver's license. Um, He reached for, oh, so sorry. So Mike's correcting me. So he had a firearm on him and he said, I have one on me. I'm going to put it on the dashboard. And then the police officer shot him when he went Mm. to do that so he did the right thing he said he had it and he was trying to do the protocol and then he was shot so even if people do the correct thing they still can be harmed and that's racism so so if this had happened so that that's the difference between what everything that i'm saying right right, white privilege and racism right okay so on September 6, 2018, an off-duty p- Dallas police uh, officer, Amber Guy- Geiger, from Dallas, Texas. She shot her neighbor, who was a 26-year-old accountant, both in Jean, fat- fatally killed him. She said that she thought she walked into her apartment, but instead she walked into his, and she shot him because she was scared that he was a um burglar. Yes. I remember and her, her apartment was on a whole another floor. Um at yes. Tiana Jefferson, 28 year old woman shot and killed in her home by an officer in Fort Worth Fort Worth, Texas. Um when her neighbor called just for a non-emergency saying that her door was open. Mm-hmm. She I was shot as well. And killed yeah. by police twenty-six year old woman. She was fatally shot by uh Louisville Metro Police. In her sleep, the judge gave a no-knock warrant, which meant that the police officers didn't have to knock and they didn't have to identify themselves. Mm. But his her boyfriend pulled his gun out, and then the police um, shot her and killed her in her bed. Wow. Eric- Island Eric Gardner was killed by NYPD police officers on Staten Island. Um, mm-hmm. that was July 17th, 2014 The NYPD officer, um, said that he accused him of s- selling cigarettes and, um, went to arrest him. And then he, uh, refused to be arrested and then the police officer put him in a chokehold and, then he was he he said i can't breathe 11 times while lying face down on the sidewalk and eventually died then we have sandra bland who's 18 uh, 28 year old african-american woman who was found hanged in her jail cell in walter county texas on july 13 2015 three days after being arrested during a uh, traffic stop and her death was ruled a suicide but it just seems highly unlikely and like we mentioned we can't uh we don't there's too many people we don't have enough time to say everyone's name but all of these memories are important important to say these people's names and and fight for something and use your voice for good and Mm -hmm. change the world because another person should not have to experience what the family of tamir rice did on november 22nd 2014 when tamir rice a 12 year old boy was fatally murdered in cleveland ohio by a 26 year old police officer rice was carrying a replica toy air gun and the police officer shot him almost immediately after arriving on the scene so he showed up saw a kid with a gun Gun. shot him he was 12 years old and it was a toy yeah and if that makes you mad then it Good, it should, and that's what's happening in the world right now. People Mm -hmm. are using their voices and they're saying that's not okay, and right, this can't continue. Full, like, just to
1: space it up to speed of uh George Floyd's death, right? Mm -hmm. Which was the catalyst, I think, to all the riots, which was just like the straw that broke the camel's back of everything. But yeah, so we just wanted to bring it to the present day right now,
0: right? And um. We'll have future episodes with um, more tips on how we can talk about race within our speech therapy sessions and um, also how you can increase diversity in your life if it's just the social media that you take in. We'll have some more You want to go to tips
1: and tricks? You want to give one quick tip? I have one ready if you want to.
0: Yeah, so my tip, like I mentioned earlier, would just be to look into the new Jim Crow and try to read that. And then try to follow some black comedians on Instagram and Twitter and also check out Cornell West. Um, Mike had some videos on and he's got a lot of great things to say and that's it.
1: You don't have to, that's not really, that's, I just naturally watch comedians, you know, but if, Hey, if that's like homework, you know, well, well, yeah, (laughs) but like specifically,
0: yeah, but I think it's good to specifically um, like follow because maybe right now you're, you are Not following a ton of black comedians, so I posted a list of uh, accounts that I recommended that lots of people, these are comedians that I know and like, and they'll give you. Awesome. Yeah, a good perspective. I'm taking a different
1: route for a tip or trick, and I was Mm -hmm. thinking more in terms of like therapy (laughs) but um i've been uh working on asking how my children how these kids feel at the beginning of the session i have visuals for it of course Mm -hmm. and usually i like kind of didn't talk about feelings with like kindergartners or like even um, preschoolers who are like minimally verbal but that's okay they could like point to pictures yeah no and i've been like pleasantly surprised with some of their answers and even (gasps) mom was like um Mom was like, are you happy today? And I was like, mom, can you try that again? And just like show all the options and the kid picked tired. I was like, all right, you know, he's tired. So yeah, now we went into the session like, wow, he pointed to tired. You know, he's I've never heard him say tired. I'm sure he knows the word clearly when he saw it in the picture. Right, something about that picture caused him to point to it. So he was like, but,
0: "I relate to that face." I
1: relate to that face. Mom. <laughs> so that's the face I'm mom feeling. Ma- that. Ma- ma wants I feel that sh- face. Yeah, mom wants me to say happy, but maybe I'm not feeling happy right now. I'm feeling tired. Yeah, you know. So just starting that, um, like I was mentioning before, about that communication, just starting that at a younger age and emotions, a com- more complex topic at a younger age too, and you'll be pleasantly surprised at how they can pick it up. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm just speaking from experience, you
0: know. Yeah. But um, do we have a quote? <laughs> um. Well, I saw. Oh, there was a quote in your letter that I liked a lot. In my that letter. something that it was like. I wrote you a letter? <laughs> no, Love the letter? the DOE letter that you posted. Oh, I thought gosh, I had a good okay. quote. It it was like um, not much. We can't change everything we face, but we can't, nothing that we don't face won't change. Hold on. Oh, not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing, ready,
1: hold on, ready? Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. That was actually very good. Good idea, Deb. Yes. Good idea. That was a good
0: quote. Yes. So face um, oh you wrote this too. I these I some wrote points some you forgot. I wrote you forgot some these points. points that I, I like. I
1: forgot some points that what, I wrote. What
0: can educators do? Read your blue stuff. Yes, I'm going to read my blue stuff cuz I got a blue
1: <laughs> shirt on. There so these go. are some ideas that I have of ed- what we could do as educators um, being aware of our own biases. I heard this from a professional development. I didn't get to go to it, but uh, they turned key information to me and said that we have to be aware of our own biases as educators. So take some time to think about that. Teach our students to self-advocate and advocate for each other. So, um, even, like, early on, teaching kids to ask for help, um, mm-hmm. teaching kids, if I guess, if they see someone being bullied, how they can... Right. You Don't know, be a bystander. Yeah, how they can interrupt that. You do work on these in, like, your speech therapy rooms and social scripts and...
0: Right. You know, and That's a pragmatic activity yeah. you could just do. You know, ally and uh, standby. Definitely. Um, yeah. Ally and standby
1: and the bully and the deterrent <laughs> yeah. take and character motifs and get crazy yeah. with it you know we, write it write your script yeah. out on visuals get the ac involved stop go tell me more We
0: just planned a month of your yeah. sessions gotcha. <laughs> there you go
1: you got a word, you get a book about it. You get books about bullying, Right. You do a whole segment, a whole segment, a whole lesson on the books. Yeah. You know, you make, you now we're going
0: on over a month. I'm, we on, gotta, a I'm yeah. on a roll. Yeah. we will
1: take you through the whole school year with this. There you go.
0: Yeah, you could, you really could. And that <laughs> really would, could. that would really require you to be aware of your own bias. You'd have to be like, Hmm, what materials do I have that could facilitate this instruction? Are all of the people white in my books or all of my babies white? Or do I have yeah. diversity on my bookshelf and in my toy box? So yeah. that's just one way that you can be aware of your own bias. You might think, oh, like, I think black people are cool. I have lots of black friends and I like many black artists. But yeah. do you? We ha-
1: yeah, it's- we have a black like toy soldier and he like broke his leg and we're like, all right. He's, he's like, he's missing a limb now. <laughs> so we kept him right yeah you. and then i yeah so
2: there yeah. he is
1: you know but yeah. um anyway and then also the third tip is to focus on emotions from a younger age which i just mentioned is one of my tips and this is something personally i was like oh well, they're too young i'm not gonna work on emotions if we can't even identify action words and i uh, disagree with myself my past self
0: I think that's a, that's an area of, that's a growth. Cause like, Thank if you, you can even like first you should disagree with your past self, right? Cause your future self should learn. Yes. And then also to be able to be like, you know what? I thought that, but I, I think something else now It's that's yeah. a pretty big thing.
1: I do think something else now. I used to think not to work on emotions at a young age. I was a higher complex skill and mm-hmm. you could, put it, Google feelings charts. There's so many good ones out there. I'll actually just attach
0: the, I'll put it on our Patreon feelings chart.
1: Check oh, it great. out. Yeah. Yes. I Maria and
0: I are going to start making boom cards for our patrons. So yes. listen out for that and check out Patreon so that you can get those uh, monthly boom cards from yes. us. Um, yeah. And yeah. then I think I said my points, but once again, It's important to talk about both subtle and overt racism. It's important to be actively anti-racist. It's racism. It is not enough to be not racist. Um, You have to be actively anti-racist. So fight against it, use your voice, increase the diversity in your life. And it's important to be uncomfortable because many people in their life, they are uncomfortable because of the color of their skin, because of the way they are treated as a result of the color of their skin. So it's not okay for if it, I saw lots of people post like choose joy and hate doesn't beat hate. And I'm like, that is such a privileged thing to say. There are many people who cannot just close their eyes and hum and choose joy. Someone can bust into their house and shoot them. You know, like this is, it's a big, it's a, it's a big difference. And you are, you are demonstrating your pref- your privilege by just trying to not acknowledge these mm. people struggle and it. I'm off my soapbox. I'm done, but, but yeah. All right. No better. Do better everyone. <laughs> yes. No, so true. So true, Deb.
1: And you know, I totally hear what you're saying. And then I want to just speak. Cause like, I'm usually like that too. Like I'm usually like, you know, center yourself and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a lot going on right now. And that's the reality. So it's a fine line, you know, you
0: got to still right. like live your life and Try to get right through you it. Have and, and, yeah, you have to work. You have to function. Right. So like I think centering yourself so you can get your reports down is fine. And <laughs> I'm not somebody like I like yeah. I think meditation is good.
1: I'm like, whoa, 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 because I don't know if you're referring to me as that joy person, but I don't think you were because I didn't post any of that. No, you <laughs> you did not post that. If no, you would have posted not. that, <laughs> I would have st-
0: no, I would. No, I just just
1: cuz it usually is me, but this one time it's right. actually not, you know? So I just but like But you knew
0: this was not the right time. not the right time. That's not this the not, right time to right choose time, joy. Guys. I will tell you when the right time is. It's just not right now. It's not the right time. No. You know? Um, and yeah, so I'm not trying to say that like, you should never take care of yourself. I'm just saying that there are many people who, no matter what they do, they can't separate themselves. And it's really unfair to just post that in the time when people are putting, like pouring their hearts out and, Mm -hmm. and like, don't, don't, you know, flaunt your privilege in that time. Right. Right now is not the
1: time. You got to, think about how you could channel that privilege in a helpful way to help others channel that. Exactly. Yes. But um, this has been another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. And I'm Deb. And thank you so much for tuning into our show. See you next week.
0: Bye. And now we would like to share with you an important, informative message from the late, honorable Sandra Bland. This
2: is going to focus... Today's Sandy Speaks is going to focus directly on my white people. White people. Yes, black people know that all lives matter. But what I need you guys to understand is that being a black person in America is very, very hard. Although you all love to say, oh, nobody should see race. People are the reason that racism is still alive. Well, what kind of people are the reason? Black racists have no power whereas white racists do. They have power because they are in positions of control, or they're in positions where they can influence the control over black people. Yes, that is very true. So to my friends who want to get on my videos and they're, compl- they're upset about the picture that I posted, oh well, I will not apologize for it, because at the moment, black lives matter. They matter. Our media is showing you, obviously they don't. So for y'all that can sit around and say all lives matter, I want you to go put it on a poster and stand out on a corner somewhere. If we can get enough white people to show that all lives matter, maybe they'll stop killing our black brothers. Because obviously that's what it's going to take for the white people to get up and get tired of black people saying black lives matter. So if y'all wanted to stop, you get out there and do something about it. But what you're not going to do is get on my page with the foolishness. I am not a racist. I grew up in Villa Park, Illinois, was the only black girl on the all-white cheerleading squad. So I had to learn how to deal with and black people, you will not be successful in this world until you learn how to work with white people. But I want the white folks to really understand out there, black people are truly, we're doing We're we're doing as much as we can, and we can't help but get pissed off when we see situations where it's clear the black life didn't matter. For those of you questioning why was he running away, well, goddamn, because in the news that we've seen as of late, you could stand there, surrender to the cops, and still be killed, plain and simple. You might have a a, a black friend or two, and I'm not calling all white people racist, because y'all not, but for the ones who want to get on my page talking about all lives matter... Show me in American history where all lives have mattered. Show me where there has been liberty and justice for all, like that um fucking Pledge of Allegiance we love to say. Excuse my French, because Sandy Speaks don't usually cuss. But white people, if all lives mattered, would there need to be a hashtag for black lives mattering? Think about that. Just truly think about that. I am into building up my kings and queens. So for me, black lives matter and then subset all lives matter take it and leave it sandy speaks
0: on july tenth, two 2015 sandra bland the woman you were just listening to was pulled over for a minor traffic violation get
2: out of the car why am i being apprehended you are opening my car door you just opened my car door, you so you're, gonna, you're threatening to drag me out of my own car. Get out of the car! And then you're going to stun me? You up. Get out! Wow. Now! Wow. Get out of the car! Really, for a failure to signal, you're doing all of this for Get a failure to signal. Get over there. Right, yeah. Yeah, let's take this to court. Let's do Go it. Go ahead. For a failure to signal. Yep, for a failure to signal. Get off the phone. On my school. Get off the phone. I'm not on the phone. I have a right Put to record. This is my down. property. This is my property. Down. Sir? Put your phone down. Right now. Put your phone down. You're about to break my wrist. Can you stop? You are about to fucking break my wrist. stop me. Stop. Moving. Stop now. Stop man, it. Stop resisting, man. If you would stop, <laughs> and I would tell you. Now stop. You are such a pussy. You are such a pussy. No, a you are. Traffic You're yanking around. Full traffic signal. You. Are
0: Bland was arrested and charged for assaulting a police officer. Three days later, she was found dead in her jail cell.
2: We have to just stop icing these things over. We have to stop acting like they don't matter. And so Sandy is going to speak whenever I see something wrong. I thank you guys. I love you guys. I appreciate all of your support, and I hope you have a very blessed, prosperous, successful, go out there and do something great today. Change your life, even if it's just smiling at somebody. Love you guys. Rest in peace,
0: Sandra Bland, 1987 to 2015.